0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast Sawmill Stories, coming to you from the Clinton Sawmill Museum in Clinton, Iowa. I'm your host, Charlene Bielema, editor of the Clinton Herald. And in this, our sixth episode, September 11th, the day we will never forget, we share remembrances of the events of September 11th, 2001, and plans for a commemorative ceremony that will take place at the Clinton Freedom Tree site on September 11, 2021. Today I'm joined by Morgan Pinnell, Assistant Director of the Sawmill Museum, and Greg O'Brien, a member of Clinton Trees Forever and the former Director of the Clinton Parks and Recreation Department. Before our discussion gets started, here's some background about September 11, 2001. The September 11 attacks, often referred to as 9-11, was a series of four coordinated terrorist attacks by the group Al-Qaeda against the United States on the morning of Tuesday, September 11, 2001. Four commercial airliners were hijacked mid-flight by 19 Al-Qaeda terrorists. American Airlines Flight 11 was flown into the North Tower of the World Trade Center complex in Lower Manhattan at 8.46 a.m. 17 minutes later, the World Trade Center South Tower was hit by United Airlines Flight 175. Both 110-story towers collapsed later in the morning, leading to the collapse of the other World Trade Center structures, including seven World Trade Center and significantly damaging surrounding buildings. A third flight, American Airlines Flight 77, flown from Dulles International Airport was hijacked over Ohio and at 9.37 a.m. was crashed into the west side of the Pentagon, the headquarters of the American military, in Arlington County, Virginia, causing a partial collapse of the building. The fourth flight, United Airlines Flight 93, was flown in the direction of Washington, D.C. The plane crashed in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania, after passengers forced their way into the cockpit and fought the hijackers over the controls. Investigators determined that Flight 93's target was either the White House or the Capitol building. We were talking before I turned the microphone on about the Freedom Tree site, and Morgan, you had a question about that site. Uh, well, I hadn't heard of it before, so I was wondering if you guys could tell oh. me a little bit about it.
1: Well, hey, Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> you've got the guy here. i got the guy. <laughs> Greg's all. You are the, the guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, back, back in uh, 2001, when all that happened, uh, leading past that program, Tree's Forever got together and said, hey, we need to do some kind of living memorial um for that that day that will live in infamy as Mm -hmm. it were and uh we got together with the city and there was a when the mill creek parkway was created and it terminated um at main avenue or is actually a piece of property um just on the side of the road um that um trees forever made a deal with the city and we actually made a living memorial uh, planted trees planting some bushes um, got uh, three flagpoles there, light, there's a statue of mm-hmm. uh, Liberty there um, that's all part of that um, program. And just most recently, uh, uh was added a little parking place and some ADA accessibility into the site so that somebody could sit in the middle of the site and actually look. And Trees Forever got together and in uh, 2006 actually did a commemoration uh, of a five-year commemoration uh, fast forward now to 2021 and we're, going, we're um, on the tail end of planning for that 20-year uh, commemoration with the police department, the fire department, the county sheriff's department, in um, the uh, Trees Forever and Parks and Recreation. Um, and that'll happen at, on Saturday morning, 9-11, and we'll actually start the program at 8-30 uh, in the morning. Um, and at 8.39 we'll, we'll take a moment break because that's when the first plane hit the first tower. And then at, I think it's 9.04, uh, we'll have a, another break when the second plane hit the tower. And then I don't remember the other times that are in there um, for the Pentagon or for Johnston. But um, we'll be doing that. Uh, we actually have uh, the River City Municipal Band will uh, be playing some prelim music. Uh, we have a guest speaker. I don't wanna give it away right now, but it was a person that was at ground zero, Mm. uh, not actually during the attacks, but went there after the attacks. Um, We have a bagpiper that is gonna come in and and play. Um, We have uh, taps that'll be played too for that. Um, Of course, the uh, fire bell um, that we've done before, where um, everything will be um, part of that. Um, We're setting up a stage um, for the speakers to be on, uh, we have bleachers out there. Uh, we have the um, uh, Clinton High Choir uh, that's going to come and do a couple of numbers um, during the course of the area. Uh, 21 Gun Salute uh, from the American Legion, or no, Ambets, excuse me, Amvets We'll have the American Legion there with the flags um, that they have. Um, and we're going to shut down the road from Main Avenue to 19th Street Northwest. We'll have a shuttle bus coming from uh, Eagle Heights Elementary School and shuttling people you okay. know, that short way so that they can park there. That's good to know, because parking park really there. is an issue it's out really there an issue. to get people there. Yeah. And then we'll also have um, um, the uh, fire departments and police departments have all been, divide- all been invited from all the county oh, okay. um, so that if they want to bring a unit or multiple units, they certainly can come. Um, and also from our friends over in Fulton in that way have been invited. And we'll have a, a program there just you know commemorating you know what happened 20 years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, we've, we've been you know, organizing this for about six months. and I'm sure that there will be numerous, numerous other events that will be around in our state and our nation uh, for that time. But the, the neat thing for us from Trees Forever is that you know, we have a living memorial now. And we've added to that memorial through, you know, through the years, um, with some of the uh, long-term uh, Trees Forever members that have gone on, um, and we've got you know different plantings for them too. So it's it's really we're looking forward to it. We're expecting a big crowd. We, you know, we'll have bleachers there for people. They can bring lawn chairs if they want. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, it's hard um,
0: to believe it's been 20 years. already. Yeah. I mean.
1: Well, I remember I was sitting in my office, and um, you know, I was, I always turn the TV on in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm always looking at the weather you because know, that was during the time of softball season and we're getting ready for football mm-hmm. season getting ready for soccer season again for the kids we're all you know we're very tuned in to what the weather is so you know of course I have the you know TV on to listen to the weather and all of a sudden breaking news and I saw a plane run into a building mm-hmm. little did I know at that time what I was watching of mm-hmm. course but and then, you know, we started listening to what, what was happening from all the, the media that were, you know, put right. on the radio and, and everywhere. So, yeah.
0: Morgan, how, were you in school? You I, I must have been. I don't have any recollection of it. Okay. So, yeah, we're to that generation. My youngest at that time was two, three, almost three years old. Um, my oldest was 10. Yeah. And so for him, what he remembers is that was really impactful. I, had star- I was at The Herald, I was working at The Herald, but I had just been promoted to news editor at that time and was in charge of page one that day. Really had just gotten into layout and design. That time we were an afternoon paper. So we had just had our meeting in the morning. What are we gonna put on our page one that day? And then we didn't have a TV in the newsroom, oddly at that time. But our sales staff started coming in about that time, saying, are you seeing what's on TV? So of course now we're, the early years of the internet for us, we're watching streaming video that's buffering, buffering, trying to get the information. And my whole page one, because we were, as it was happening, the stories were coming across the wire and the first photos were happening. And I had a reporter who was at the fire station getting the fire department listing every day. And the firemen were able to see the buildings as they were starting to fall. So it was all that first time reaction and it, just the days after it, and it, t- it changes you forever going forward. Well,
1: and in, in, I don't know if you know Chief Kevin Jurian, he actually mm-hmm. was working for the Chicago uh, Police Department then, he actually went to Ground Zero to help mm-hmm. out. I, I don't know all the specifics of that, but I know he You're right,
0: was. we had a story about him a few years ago when he yeah. first came here, what he did afterwards to help out. I always have said, all roads lead to Clinton. Usually when something happens, somebody that is here knows somebody who either grew up here was related to somebody from here. And in um, Johnstown, Pennsylvania, the flight, the captain or the pilot of that flight, first cousin of our photographer at the Herald. And so as Jerry Dahl was, you know, yeah, working, yeah. he got a phone call and I remember taking the call and he said, is Jerry Dahl there? And that was his official notification that somebody in his family had been killed. And he was the pilot on the plane um, that day. We've had other people that were near ground zero, worked in New York city itself. Um, I personally know somebody who had a family member who was killed at the Pentagon, a civilian worker, Um, and how it completely changes those families forever going forward and and our life as
1: we know it. Well, and, you know, I grew up outside of New York City in New Jersey and, you know, going into, you know, downtown, downtown Mm -hmm. was nothing out of the ordinary for us and our family, you know. Um, and seeing because I I recognized buildings that I had walked by many mm-hmm. times and you know you know I I look through movies now you know when you're looking at oh movies, you used to look for the towers and I still look for the towers I do the same thing I do yeah
0: yeah Home Alone one of the Home Alones
1: Home Alone it's yeah uh, it's in cro- Crocodile Dundee yeah. That was one I just saw recently because it was just on a couple days ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And then to watch this, we'll start seeing, it seems like every year there's new documentaries and information that comes out about the buildings and the construction. Every year I get drawn back into hearing those personal stories again.
1: Yes, very much so. All Americans that day, for sure. So um, September 11th, it's a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so at 8.30 is when the program will start. We'll probably, I can't remember if we're starting the buses at 7.30 or something. I can't remember. Um, that particular but we'll have buses shuttling from Eagle Heights to get there bring a lawn chair um, of course bring flags if you got flags you know mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have flags there sure and program and
0: okay well yeah. you know what that's a I think that's a great way for the city and organizations here to commemorate that and as a community after what we all went through last year with 2020 this would be a, a great year to kind of all come together and yeah commemorate that so okay again I Greg I thank you for providing that information for us so that people can get that on their calendar and to Morgan for adding to our discussion for because we always kind of forget that there are people who aren't familiar as familiar with this particular event so um, I'm Charlene Biele editor of the Clinton Herald and thank you for joining us today Thank you for joining us for our sixth Sawmill Stories podcast, September 11th, The Day We Will Never Forget. Thanks to Morgan Pinnell, Assistant Director of the Sawmill Museum, and Greg Oberyn, a member of Clinton Trees Forever and the former Director of the Clinton Parks and Recreation Department. If you'd like to give us feedback about today's podcast or have a topic you'd like us to talk about, drop an email to news at clintonherald.com or leave us a message on the Anchor app. I'm Charlene Bielemet, Editor of the Clinton Herald, And be sure to join us next week as we bring you more Sawmill Stories.